Uh, we'll go now and learn the fourth uh, chapter, Simon Dalad, uh, in the uh, four sikhs that were uh, distributed uh, by the Rebbe himself in the Dvar Malchus. And uh, according to the schedule of this year that we're learning in preparation for Gimel Tamus, Tavshin Pe'alef. So now we're up to Simon Dalad, uh, the fourth Simon, which is the discussion of B.S. Elio. Uh, this sikha was given um, in, um, it's printed in Sefer HaSikha's Top Shibam Zai in Chelek Aleph and uh, an Omer 302. Uh, the Rebbe gave this sikha when it, uh, 10 years, uh, three years after they started the uh, study of the Rambam, this was the third cycle. They completed the third cycle. It came out on Yudshvat. The Rebbe points out in the Horus, it was a very special thing that the seam of the Rambam will take place on the yard site of the, the previous Rebbe. And the fact that this was the third cycle um, and um, three times the Chazoka that they finished uh, the learning of the entire Rambam, and also the Sefer HaMitzvah that goes together with the Rambam, and also the fact that this was the first cycle that they finished for those who learned just one peric uh, per day from the Rambam. And uh, the Rebbe talks about the first choice about this whole idea that this is all a of unity in the greatest form to unite all of Klal Yisrael from all over the world in a study which is all-encompassing as the Rambam includes all of the Torah and all the halachas, even things that are not uh, applicable today, and yet the Rambam deals with it as opposed to all the others, and this is a safer halachas for the young and the old, so therefore this is an union of union, uniting uh, people, and the Rebbe will discuss different, therefore, an union that unites people uh, in, in, in the Rambam in the last final Perek of the Rambam in the Hilchus Malach. So now let's learn inside. Aleph. The Keshirim Siyum Sefer HaYad Rambam, as in connection to the conclusion of the Sefer HaYad to the Rambam. And also, if you notice, the language here is a little bit different because this is not in this series of Lukuti Sichas. This is in the Sefer HaSichas where the Rebbe was Magia, uh, some of the uh, Fabrengen, as they would, uh, it has, as they would uh, look it over, and the Rebbe, therefore, you can see that this is almost like, I mean, it was uh, fixed at Magomuga, but it was, it's more like it said, it's a little different than the style of the Lukutis Sichas. So, again, in connection to the conclusion of the Sefer Ayad, the Rambam, to, uh, to the Rambam, on this year, which is on the 10th day of Shvat. In this day on the 10th of Shvat, many of the Jewish community are concluding the third cycle. The Limud Rambam of the study of the Rambam, based on the custom that has been spread out and accepted, and accepted in the Jewish communities, to learn three chapters every day, 
Obemakbil and corresponding to the the one who learns three prokim per day is also and that's the conclusion, the third cycle of those who learn the Sefer HaMitzvah. So we concluded now, again, three cycles as far as Sefer HaMitzvah, and which is even women and children who are not learning the three prokim per day, but yet they concluded the Sefer HaMitzvah, the third machzer, according to the schedule, they're concluding it the third time on Yutshvat of that year. In addition to that, the Rebbe says, Uboim b'saimim gam, machzer rishin, the limud arambam, b'seidar alimud, the perikechad layoyim. Also, along those lines, in this day, we're also concluding the cycle, the first cycle of the study of the Rambam in the order that it was learned, perikechad layoyim, in which we study one chapter per day. So it turns out that after concluding three chapters, three years, three, three times the cycle of three chapters per day, we can conclude the first cycle from those who study one cycle per one chapter per day. So therefore, it's a seem for everybody. It's a seem for the machzer of three prokim per day. It's a seem for the machzer of one perik per day. It's also a seam of the Sefer HaMitzvah, the third seam of the Sefer HaMitzvah as well. So therefore the Rebbe says, Min haroi, so it's fitting, this Akiv al-Sim rambam to stop and explain in the conclusion of the Rambam that we're concluding now, in such a matter which is tied to the unity of the Yid. Because this is a special case of unity, the siyum harambam through so many people in the Rambam, in the study of Rambam, is a special case of unity. She came for the Yisrael, through the fact that many of the Jewish community, all corners of the world, we uni- unite in the study of the Rambam. The Rambam Special, it's Mishnah Torah, it's second to the Torah, which means also, as the, quoting from the Rambam's introduction, he collects the entire oral Torah. And this is also halachas, halachas, laws, laws from all of the Torah. So, which means that the Rambam here includes everything, the whole Torah Kula. All the laws of the entire Torah. Also those laws that do not apply nowadays. So this is unique to the Rambam. It's a special, the Rambam, we're learning Rambam, because the Rambam includes all the laws, even those that don't apply today. As opposed to the other form of the codifiers, and up to the Shulchan they only discuss the laws that are applicable. So the Rambam is unique that when we learn the Rambam, we're learning all of the oral Torah. So when we do this, and we're learning the Rambam, Nasis, Achdusa, Shokol, Yisrael, Betachas this brings the unity of all Yidin in its total wholesomeness. When you have all Yidin connect, this brings out the wholesomeness 
Because we are connecting through what? Through a study which includes all the Torah, which is the wholesome of the Torah. So we're uniting all Yidin through a Torah which is all of Torah. And the Rebbe adds the brackets. And in such a safer, in such a way, as the Rambam writes, call Hadinim, all the laws gluim open, revealed Lakotam Lagodl to the young and the old, to the minor and the adult, but didn't call Mitzvah Mitzvah in the laws of every Mitzvah Mitzvah. So that means that now, that means that now you have an opportunity that we're uniting everybody with the Torah, with all of the Torah, and with such a Torah which encompasses the old and the young, and therefore that's a special level of unity. So in Ois Beis, uh, the Rebbe brings down from the Rambam, uh, quotes the Rambam here in the last uh, Pedic, uh, that there are two opinions about when Eliyahu that precedes Mashiach is going to come. Whether he's going to come before Goig Umagog, or he's going to come right before Mashiach, after Melchemes Goig Umagog, but before Mashiach. Question is, and then the Rambam also discusses what exactly is Eliyahu Navi going to do. Now this is all based on a Mishnah in ADAs, and the Rambam also uses a lotion about what is the purpose, what is Elio going to do. So he uses the lotion that Eneibo is also a little bit of a strange lotion. Uh, he's not going to come, but what he's going to do. The, the, the question is in the mission over there, some people, some opinions are that uh, Elio Hanavi is going to uh, tell us who is uh, a kosher family, meaning that they are uh, really uh, have a good lineage. They don't come from slaves. They don't come from other psulim. That Eliyahu Navi will somehow tell us to the people who's the right, who's the wrong, or to what extent, as we'll see later on. But then the halacha, the chachamim say, that's not going to be at all the job of Eliyahu. Eliyahu is not going to tell us about lineage, but what Eliyahu is going to do, he's going to bring basically peace into the world. So the Rebbe is going to ask on the Rambam, first of all, uh, the Rambam first says, when Mashiach is going to come. So he brings the first opinion, which is that he's going to come before the Muhammad's Goygomogit. Would seem the Rambam should say, another opinion says, no, he's going to come right before Mashiach. But the Rambam interrupts, doesn't say right the two opinions. He brings down the first opinion. He says, Mashiach is going to come before Goygomogit. And then he tells us what Mashiach is going to do that he's going to come to bring, make the world a, uh, a peace by the Yidden, the Yashir is Israel. And then he goes to the other opinion that says that Mashiach is going to come, that Elio is going to come before Mashiach. So the Rambam should have brought down 
the two opinions, what he's going to come, and then tell us what he's going to do, because they're not arguing about what he's going to do. Let's look inside. Base. This is the full name of the halachas, uh, of this halachas, is the laws of malachim and wars and melech hamashiach. Which also is the conclusion and the end of the Sefer of the Rambam. And the Rambam writes there several details as far as the order, what's going to take place in the days of Mashiach. Amongst those details, the Rebbe is going to choose that he also talks also a matter which ties to the unity of Yidna. The Rebbe said before, we want to discuss something about unity. And the Rebbe is quoting now the Roshan the Rosh of the Rambam. It seems from the simple words of the prophets, that the start of the days of Mashiach is going to be the war of Goygomog. We're not discussing now what Goygomog is. It'll be the war of Goygomog. Now, before the war of Goygomog, there will stand up a prophet, Yasher Yisrael. To straighten out the Jewish people and to prepare their hearts. So there will be a prophet. It's talking about Eliyahu Novi. Eliyahu Novi is going to come before the Goygomogig. And what is he going to do? The Rambam writes, What is he going to do? What is he coming from, for? To straighten out Israel and to Prepare their hearts. Shenemar quotes the Pasik. Behold, I'm sending for you, etc. And the Rambam continues. He does not come, as we'll see later on. In the Mishnah Adias, there are various opinions what Eliyahu is coming to do. But the Rambam negates the other opinion by saying he's not coming to defile that which is clean and not coming to make clean that which is Tommy. That would be talking about items that maybe you assume that they're Tommy or that they're Tor. He's not going to do that. He's not coming to disqualify people who we know, we assume that they're kosher. He's going to come all of a sudden and tell us, oh, I'm revealing to you that this person who you thought it was kosher, oh, he's not really kosher. No, that's not what he's going to come to do. Same thing he's not doing the other way around either. He's not coming to make kosher or to say that they're okay, those who are established, that they were no good. That's also not, he's not coming to do that. What does Elio come to do? He's coming to bring peace in the world. 
peace in the world, which means to bring people together as the, uh, as the Rebbe will explain later on more specifically uh, from the, from the Rambam. Um, basically, the fathers and the sons, they'll be together. The Ovis and the Bonim, there'll be no more discontent, no more uh, practice. Everybody will be together. Leib Ovis Albonim, the sons with the fathers, everybody will be together. Umam We'll see later on in the Mishnah, there's an Abshim and there's Chachomim, there's details in this as well. Umam and then the Rambam continues, Yesh minachachomim shaimrim shekoytim b'isa Mashiach yoveliyo. So there's some chachomim say that it is before Mashiach yoveliyo will come, not before Milchemes goigumogig, which precedes Yemesa Mashiach, which is the beginning of Yemesa Mashiach. But some chachomim say that he's going to come mamish before b'isa Mashiach yoveliyo will come, closer to the b'isa Mashiach. What is he going to do? That's not a disagreement. That's the same as before. Exactly what the Rambam said before, what Eliyahu is going to do. And he's not coming to disqualify or qualify anybody. But the only difference is between these two opinions is when he's coming. So the second question that I was going to ask in a minute would be, it would seem the, 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 the straight way to, to write it would seem more proper would be to bring down the opinion right after this sentence would come the sentence and then he should tell you because these two opinions aren't arguing what Mashiach, what Elio is going to do. They're arguing when he's coming. So why does the Rambam write it in such a way? And also, in the Lashon over here, it says, Ve'enei should say as the Rambam himself writes later on, as we'll see in a minute. Tzorik Lo. And the Rebbe says we need to understand it. Because in the halacha shal aleph, halacha shal achrisa, in the halacha that follows, koisiv Rambam, the Rambam writes, bimei hamelach hamashiach, in the days of King Mashiach, yisyachsu kolum alpi. Everybody is going to take the lineage, lineage based on Mashiach. Mashiach will identify who belongs to which tribe, where everybody belongs, what's the name, what's the Shevet. Because of course we know that we're all Yidden, but we don't know exactly which our tribe is. Mashiach will do that. And here the Rambam says, what is Mashiach going to do? He's going to put the lineage of the Yidden to which tribe they belong. He's going to tell us that this one is from this tribe and the other one is from the other tribe. But it's not going to be Mashiach is not going to come and say 
if we assume that somebody was a kosher person, meaning he can marry anybody, he's not going to say zamamzer. He's a illegitimate, born from an illegitimate relationship, not allowed amongst the Jewish community. Or this person is a slave. Mashiach is not doing that. Mashiach is only telling you which tribes there are. Even if it happens to be that this one got mixed in, the Allah is Shadinhu Nitmo That a family that has been mixed in, mixed in, no more. We don't go and look to find whether there are Mamzer and Evet, Mashiach is not going to do that. Once they are assumed, established, the Cheskas Kashrus, they have the Cheskas Kashrus, we're not going to change that and we're going to leave them at that status. We're not going to change them. Mashiach is not going to change. What he's going to do, he's going to take Mashiach plan, he's going to plan. So you see, when the Ramam uses Loshin here, Abel, Eina Oimer. Doesn't say Eina Bol Oimer, Eina Oimer. So, the Rebbe asks, how come before in the Rambam, when the Rambam talks about Eliyahu, he doesn't say, he just says, Ve'enebo, not Ve'enebo, toyer. No, he says, Ve'enebo. What's the deal over here? Api ha'yidu'a goydaladi v'l'shen Rambam. Based on what we know, the great specific spec, specification that Rambam is very accurate and specific in every language that he uses, the language of the Rambam. As the Rambam says, right, he writes it clearly and briefly, short. We don't understand. With regards to Leo, the Rambam writes, over there he says he's not coming. He's not coming, not coming, he says to disqualify people that are assumed kosher, and also and not to make kosher those who have been established that they're possible. So he should have said, not a neighbor, he should have said, he doesn't say, that is possible, if he's kosher. And not as someone who we assume who's been established that he's possible, Shul Kosher. He doesn't say that. That's what he should say. As the language that Rambam uses in the following Aloche with regards to Mashiach, how come he changes and writes, he's not coming? As the Rebbe will later on, you'll see, explain. Very interestingly, you know, that there is a question here. The whole issue is what he's coming for. Um, as the Rebbe will explain, we'll see, because there's the two two periods within Elio itself. Base. The second question the Rebbe asks is Hemshech HaAlocha, the flow of this Alocha. He says, Yesh Minachachomim Shehimrim. There is those of the sages that say, Shekoyin Nebisa Mashiach, Yov that before coming of Mashiach, Yov will come. So that's in the end of Lachem. 
הרי הפלוקטה לכאירה אינו אלא בניגי לזמן ביוסי. Seems like the disagreement between the first and the second opinion is only at the time when Elio is coming. Does he come koidim lachemes goigomogig? Before goigomogig? The war of the goigomogig? Or koidim b'isa Mashiach? Or he comes right before Mashiach? Kloimar. B'smichas l'b'isa Mashiach mamash. Close to the Mashiach's coming. Avagam l'daitom. But also, according to their view, to the second view, that it comes right before Mashiach, it's not coming to be but to make peace in the world. That same explanation, the same uh, facts that the Rambam quoted, according to the first opinion, why he's coming, that remains in the second opinion too. So the Rambam should have written it in a different order. First, the Rambam should have talked about when he's coming. First, you say, That's Elio. And then he should say, So first, establish the two opinions, when exactly Leo comes, does it come before Mechemes Goygomogag, or does it come before Bisa Mashiach, right before Bisa Mashiach? Does Leo come? And then, then he should write, what Leo is going to do? That ain't a bo, and that he's coming to make peace in the world. Why does the Rambam Write in a, a different order, writes the first opinion, and then he goes into tell us what Mashiach is going to do, what Elio is going to do, and then he comes back and tells us the second opinion when Elio is coming. To bring the additional opinion when he comes. That's not in part where there's disagreement because they're not disagreeing what Elio is going to do. So he doesn't bring it there. When he goes, not the disagreement is when he's coming, but he brings down the disagreement after a long discussion what Elio is going to do, and then he brings in the other opinion when he's. The other people when he's coming, but they don't disagree what Eliyahu is going to do. They're only disagreeing when Eliyahu is coming. So why does the Rambam write it in such a way? First, the first opinion, then he tells us what he's going to do, and then the second opinion, which seemingly only disagrees on when he's coming and not about what he's going to do, and he brings on that second opinion after the arichas of what Eliyahu is going to do. In Ois Gimel, Rebbe wants, is he going to explain uh, the question? They're going to ask a question. How could we actually have a machlikis when Elio is going to come? This is a machlikis in fact. We know facts. There cannot be a machlikis. He's going to come before Goygug Mogog, the Mechemes Goygug or he's going to come right before the coming of Mashiach. And the Rebbe is going to go through 
other areas in this Rambam and in the source in Mesechta Adias at the end were the source of the Rambam to figure out how could there be a machlekes in facts and actually the Rambam himself addresses it. Let's look in the Pirush of Ishnais. So Gimel. So the Rambam says Yuvam to understand this by introducing an additional question. How could there possibly be a disagreement? Whether Elio comes before the work or before the coming of Mashiach. This goes against the rule that there is no possibility. We can't have a disagreement in facts. It's either one or not. So here we're having a, uh, a factual difference. This is actually the key to the Rebbe's explanation that Mashiach is going to, the Elio is going to be in both times, before Goygo Mogoy, and he's going to be close to be his Mashiach. The question is, what's Elio's main purpose, so it's no longer a machlikis in facts, as we will see. The Rebbe explains it so beautifully as we go on. But first the Rebbe says, you take a look, you'll see that this similar question is actually addressed by the Rambam, that there can't be a machlikis in facts about the source of this whole halacha. So the Rebbe says like this, that same question that we're asking, how could you have a plukta, the metzias, that all what he's coming to do is losum shalom ba'ilom. And the Rebbe is going to bring that the source of this, we see it seemingly that there is a machlekes in facts. How could there be a machlekes in facts? What Elio is going to do? So the Rebbe brings down like this. The source for the Rambam's words is in the end of Tracted Adius. Over there it says as follows. Omar Rabbi Yeshua says Rabbi Yeshua, Mekubal anim Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai sheshoma merabbi. I have a tradition from Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai who heard from his teacher, from Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai's teacher. Merabbi merabbi. And his teacher, his teacher. All the ways back, halacha l'meishim esinai. This was a tradition to Moshe from Sinai. So in other words, it doesn't seem like this could be a challenged fact because he quotes it straight from Sinai. And what did he hear? What is Rabbi Yeshua's opinion? She'ein Eliyahu ba letamei uletahir lerachik ulekariv. Ordinarily, Eliyahu is not coming to make tamei is not coming to make Tohir, as the Rambam uses the Loshan, but also to make far families that have a cheskas kashrus to tell them they're no, they're not kosher, Eveder Mamzer, or Lekariv, or a family that we thought they had an Eveder Mamzer, and the family were not going to be Makariv them. If that's not what Elio is going to do. Hello, but there is an exception. He will make push away some people 
and they will bring close to some people. What he's going to do is going to push away those who came close by force, by their hand. In other words, some people, even though they weren't allowed to be part of the Jewish people, they had a soul. But because they used the force of the Zroya, so they pushed their way in. Everybody assumes that they're puzzled. But they came close, they became intermingled, they became part of the Jewish community by force. Those people, says Rabbi Yeshua, Eliyahu will push them away. And the same thing is sometimes people who were really kosher and by force, people didn't like them, whatever, they pushed them away, they made them into apostle of people. So those are the people that Mashiach, that Eliyahu will be that's the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua. Even at that level, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with Rabbi Shimon. He says that even those that were done by force, lekariv, he will do. In other words, if people are really kosher, forcefully were put out of the community, that's something which Mashiach, which Elio will address. But not those who have been brought in by force to push them out, Mashiach, Elio will not do that. Only to bring close but not to push away. A kosher family that has been pushed away by force, he will bring close. But he will not push away that family that has been forcefully brought into the community. He won't push them away. So those who are becheskas, kashrus, he's not doing it, that's what Rabbi Yeshua says, but even Rabbi Yeshua says that Elio will do for those who were forcefully brought in. Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, Rabbi Yeshua disagrees. he says, only now we have a third opinion, Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon says, Leo is going to come to straighten out disagreements. As the Rebbe will see in a minute, the Rebbe will explain what Reb Shimon's opinion is. And the Chachomim say, That's not like Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yehuda. And not even like Rabbi Shimon. They say, Elo, Last is Sholem Ba'ilam. It seems very close to Rabbi Shimon. Shimon says, Lahash Machlikis. And the Chachamim say, Last is Sholem Ba'ilam. To make peace in the world, bring peace in the world. Peace in the world means getting people, the fathers and son people, to get together. 
Lashes of Machloikis would be Machloikis from Tanoim and Amaroim to figure out, to straighten out disagreements. But according to the Chachamim, means to make peace between people. Obvious, and the Rambam rules like the words of the Chacham. That it's last to Sholem Ba'ilam. That's what Elio was coming to do. So over here too, we have the same issue. Here Rabbi Yeshua says, it's Allah Halamayshim Sinai. And we know what is Allah Halamayshim Sinai means that this is a tradition that you can't dispute. So how do we have all these opinions over here, exactly what Elio Hanavi is going to do when he says Mokubalani? He says what he heard how could somebody be disagreeing? And the Pirush Mishnais addresses this question. So first like this, what does it mean over here that this was Allah Lameish Messina? The Lachayda, Allah Lameish Messina, when we have Allah Lameish Messina, which means, those commentaries that are accepted, that they come from Mesha Nabeinu, there could be no machloikas in the no circumstances, as the Rambam writes back to Mosul Epirisha Mishnais. So the Rambam addresses this in this Mishnah. How could there be a local Sinai that Rabbi Yeshua quotes and there's a disagreement? So in the Pirisha Mishnah in 80 years, over there, the Rebbe is quoting an explanation from the Rambam. The Rambam explains that Moshe Rabbeinu's, the Kabbalah Moshe Rabbeinu was in a general way and not in the specifics. And the specifics is where there is a disagreement. Says the, says the Pirish Mishnah is like this, the Rambam. That we had not actually heard this language from Moshe Rabbeinu. We heard this idea. We didn't hear this language exactly. What did we hear? Moshe related Mashiach's coming. And he used the language of the Torah. As, and what is the and the language of the Torah? That's what Moshe used. Im ye nedacha, the portion of the Tzovim. Im ye nedacha, b'ktsei hashemayim v'goymer. If you will be pushed away in the edge of the sky, meaning very far away, Hashem v'shov Hashem alakecha shvuscha v'goymer. Hashem will bring back your return, kibbutz goliyus. Umol Hashem alakecha v'goymer. God will circumcise your hearts. V'zulaze and others. That's in the Pasuk. 
והגיד להם גם כן, מפי הגבורה, בהקדמויסוב וסימויסוב. And he also told to the Bnei Yisrael from Hashem's name in the things that are going to be before Mashiach and the causes of Mashiach. And that there's going to be somebody, a person, who's going to go ahead and straighten the world out. For Elio, that's going to be Elio. And what he told them, this is all the Kabbalah Moshe B'Sinai, he's not going to add or take away from the Torah. He's not going to make Tomei, he's not going to make Torah, he's not going to change anything. But he told them, that Elio, that man, is going to remove and going to take away people that have been robbed. We've taken away from them something. Bilvad. In a very general way. That is what Eliyahu Anavi will do before Mashiach. That's what Hashem related. So there is no disagreement and there's no denying this. Where do we have the difference of opinions? between Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon and the Chachomim, what are the bad that he's going to remove? We know he's going to remove the Chamosim. What is the Chamosim? That's what the Rambam explains. I'll explain that. We'll see in a minute. Balderich Zeh B'negei L'Kluktosom B'Pirushap Pasuk. Same thing is the disagreement in the Pasuk. Because we're quoting here a Pasuk. This Allah Halamayshu Messinai. But there he also brings a Pasuk. And notwithstanding, as we'll see, because the Pasuk is, Allah Halamayshu Messinai doesn't tell you exactly, as it points out in the order, what it is. He just says, Yosir Hamosim. So they have a machloikas in the meaning of the posik in Vaheshiv Levova Salbonim Bakoimer. What it means, the Ish Levova Salbonim. We know Yasalu Yosir Khamosim. But what does it mean, Aish Levova Salbonim? Which of the Khamosim? How is it going to happen? So therefore, like this. The Das according to the Tanakam Rabbi Yehuda, that Elio is going to say, this one is from this one's grandchildren. This one is okay. Meaning he's telling you the Bonim who their fathers are. So we're talking here about lineage, very, very simply. Talk about Yuxi. And removing the Chomos, the injustice, the robbery that was done. So there's disagreement between 
the Tanakama of Yehuda, of Yeshua, and of Yehuda. According to the Tanakama of Yeshua, it's the injustice in both ways. Justice to the people, justice to the person, whatever. And therefore, it's Larachel Karev, as we said before. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's Lakarev Larachel. He says it's only to be Karev. The Vishis Varosay, the Svar of Rabbi Yehuda is Sheina Chomos Elo Larachel Kosh Bulvat. What is injustice? What is the robbery over here that we're discussing that Mashiach said and the post Gaish Leva Bonim? Is only to take somebody who's kosher to put him away, to take one who's kosher to push him away. He's taking away Bizroya, so therefore he says, We'll bring him back in. That means the Allah Messinai. That's what the Pasik says. And this is what Mashiach Elio is coming to remove. According to Rabbi Shimon, what is the meaning of We're talking about a teacher and students. That's Rabbi Shimon. This is the Chachomim and the sons of the Talmidim. All the hearts will be equal, will be no machlokes. So that the students and the chachamim and the students and their so the Rambam writes what the uh, what the Mishnah says in the words of Rabbi Shimon between the chachamim and their students. The Pasik is learned. Poshet, Leve, Oves, Albonin. Father is a son. I mean, a father and a son. This is from the Toysus Yantav. And the, the language over here is a little. Uh, the, or. Doesn't have to explain at all, Pashtus. That's because it's Leib Ovis Albonim. Or as the Chachomim say in the Pirusha Mishnah, and this is quoting from the Pirusha Mishnahis. There's no thing, uh, when it comes. The Chomos, when it comes to the lineage, Kol Hanikra Bishmoi, Hakol Isyachsu Elamis. Anyone who is called in his name, everybody will be lineage according to the truth. And the Torah is the father of all. What is the Chomos? So you don't have to worry about that. I think what did, I'm not sure if to look up the Pishmish Nais, I think what he's saying over there is 
Over there, he'll tell the truth to everybody where, where their lineage is. But that's not what we have to worry about. When we say the Chomos, what is the bad? What is the stumblings? That's the hatred that's amongst people. Because that's for no reason. And you're robbing through your hatred. And that's what I say to say that they're going to come to make peace in the world. Meaning, I guess the Tishish Yontav says, means fathers and sons. In the possible, or it means people, between peoples. The bottom line is that Birusha Mishnai is explaining over here that there's one and then exactly how it's interpreted in the means of why we take away the Chomos, we have a different opinion. But the Rebbe says, but in the end, there still is a disagreement in fact. According to the Tanakama, he will do both. He will distance those who were brought in by force, the Yikariv, and they'll bring crows with a chok in Bizraya. Those who were pushed away by force. The Das Rabbi Yudha Yikariv lo Yirachim. Rabbi Yudha says, we'll only bring close to not Yirachim. The Das Rabbi Shiva Chachomim lo Yirachim v'lo Yikariv. He's not being Barak Makariv and Allah Sishalom Bailam. That seems to be a Disagreement in fact. So just like we asked before, how could we argue when Elio Novi is coming? It's an argument in fact. We also have a problem. How could there be an argument in fact of what he's going to do? So notwithstanding the Pirish of Mishnah is explaining how could be the argument in Allah Sinai, but still as a result, there is an argument in fact. How could it be an argument, in fact? In Ois Dalet, the Rebbe explains <coughs> that Elio Anovi can be doing various different things, but not as part of the process of the coming of Mashiach. So while we know that Elio Anovi is doing things, the issue at hand is, what is it that Elio Anovi is going to do in the process of Mashiach? Explaining that uh, the explanation of this by introducing that Elio Anovi coming in the future to come, there are two ways. Aleph, as a part and a step in the beginning of the Gula. So we have Elio come. On that part, this is what we're discussing in the Posik, 
Behold, I'm sending to you the prophet Elio before the great and awesome days arrives. Before Mashiach. That's what we're interested in one at the point of what Elio Anavi is doing at the part of the Gula. Base, there's another aspect, as an independent matter. It is not yet a part and a step in the Gula. Even after he comes in actuality and he does many acts, this is still not a part and a step in the Gula. It's still a separate matter. Yes, Elio was here. Elio was doing, doing things, but not as part of an a step in the Gula. Similar to the various different matters and acts that he did in the time that is recorded in the Tanakh. He prophesied to Achov. The study with the prophets of the Baal at Mount Carmel. similar that are been said in the Tanakh and the oratory about the history, the life of Elio Anovi. He did a lot of things. So when he'll come, he'll also do other things. All the things were said, He went up with a storm in the heaven. Before that, he did a lot of things. With his body, actually. And similarly, And main thing, in our case, after he went up to the heavens, is kama vekama in yonim umoroi bismanish lachrasa. There are many things, many happenings that took place after he went up to the heavens. Eliyahu he did a lot of different things. Kimavur b'medrashet azal, as explained, articulated in the drashes of our sages of blessed memory. Ubimiyuchad especially betonot veliyoh zuta, betonot veliyoh rabba tells you a lot about different things about Eliyahu what he did. So what is the machloikas over here? The machloikas over here, not whether they're going to do this or that or the other things, but the question is, what type of thing is he going to do as the bringing in Mashiach, the time of the period of Mashiach? The disagreement is, how do we explain the posseh? What are the aspects that are included in Elio's coming? As a part and a step in the Geula that will come on us later on. We're not arguing whether these things are going to happen. All these things are going to happen. The question is, what is happening as a part and a step in the Gula.
In Oishei, the Rebbe explains that actually when we read the Machloikis in the Mishnah between the different Tanoim, what Elio is going to do is not a Machloikis. Elio has to do everything. The question is, because these are it's not a Machloikis and Metzias, the question is, what of those aspects is considered to be the Shlav and the Kamek Mashiach? Hey, Haplukta Mishnah. So this disagreement in Mishnah, whether he's coming to push away or to bring close, according to Rabbi Yeshua, the Tanakama, or according to Rabbi Yehuda, so these are not really amachloikis of facts. Based on what we said, that it's not possible to have a disagreement of facts. According to all opinions, he will push away those who were forcefully brought in, and he'll bring close those who were forcefully pushed away, according to all opinions. The only change will be only a family that has been mixed in because we did not know of its disqualification. That is going to let her in its standing of kosher. Because quoting the Rambam, that a family that has been mixed in remains mixed in. But if we know that is disqualified, that's not though they were brought in by force. That's not part of it. So you see clearly from the Rambam also that only if it's mixed in that we don't know. So according to all opinions, Eliyahu is not going to accept anyone. Not if you were brought in forcefully, or he's not going to accept if you were pushed away forcefully. He's going to bring you back. What is the disagreement? Question is, is this included in what we have that Eliyahu will remove the injustice, the Hamosim? In which we have by tradition for Moshe Rabbeinu with regards to Elio's coming in connection to Mashiach that he's going to remove the Hamas. Oi, or or perhaps this act of pushing away or bringing close is only a separate as a matter in of itself. It's not part of the coming of Mashiach, that Elio's job. And it's not connected to removing the Chamosim by Leo and coming as a part and as a step of the Gula. Now we're going to tell you each opinion. The Das Tanakama, according to the Tanakama of Yeshua, Rikhu Kamukurovim. To push away those who have been forcefully brought in and to bring back to be Makarev those who have been pushed away forcefully. 
Shnei Mechlal Hamas Ronaldo. They're both included in the injustice. Hamas. She Salik Elio. Elio will remove those injustices. The Dasar of Yehuda. Koin to Rav Yehuda. Siluk Hamas to remove the injustice. Urak Kiruv Abruchokim Bezroyah. It's only what Elio is going to do to bring back those who've been pushed. That is considered to remove away of injustice. Injustice has been done because they've been pushed away forcefully. But to push away those who have been forcefully brought in, even though he will do this, because they've not been mixed in, we know them. But if we find out that they're puzzled, but they're forcefully been brought in, so we're going to move them. But still, according to the Buddha's opinion, that's not part of Elio's job to remove the injustice. To bring somebody close by force is not considered that injustice, that chomos. But in any event, that's not part of the chomos that's going to take place by Leo with regards to the Kamogam Mashiach. And therefore, he says, only lekareves at the but not lerachik as as a, as a because those who are forcefully brought in. That's not a chomos. Even though you will do this, this is not included in his Elio's act to remove the chamosim. He'll do that, but not the salik chamosim, which we have in Allah Messina that he's going to do with the coming of Mashiach. The what is the activity of the Salik Hamosim? Elasis that is to make peace in the world. So now in Oizvav, the Rebbe explains that that's why the Rambam writes not that he's not going to. Because now we concluded can't be a machloikis in fact that Definitely, yo, will be merachik and be mekadev, but that's not part of his bias of Elio as it's associated with the geula. The Rambam rules like the chachomim that is not coming to defile one who's clean. Is not coming to make clean the one who's tamei. The Lord leaves alanoshim sheimicheskas kashrus. And not to disqualify people that have an assumption of being kosher. That's from the Mishnah in Adias. Only to make That's the loss of the Rambam. So the Rambam says, like the Chachamim, that he's going to come loss of Shalom Ba'ilam. But the Rambam writes, Rambam, 
He can't say that he's not going to do that. Because in the case where we know the psul, where we can't apply the law of a family that is mixed in, mixed in, he will pass them and he will make kosher. We're talking about Elio and Baut, which it says, I'm sending Elio together with also the tradition, the post success, and we have by tradition from that he's going to remove the Hamasim. That's not what he's doing. He's not coming for that. Although it's possible that he'll have to actually do that. It's based on the circumstances. What is Elio coming like the opinion of the Chachomim? To make peace in the world. The return to the Ovis Abonim will be the peace in this world. So that's why the Rambam has to specifically say in a bow and doesn't say he's not metame. He says he's not coming to do that. But if the circumstances will be, he will have to do that. The evidence is because the Rambam clearly lights. Only Mishpach Nitma Nitma. But if it's not Nitma, then of course Elio will have to be Mekarim and Merachim. In Ois Zion, the Rebbe is Mechadish that the Rambam's bringing the, sec- the other opinion, the Yesh Minachachomim, uh, that disagree, uh, this is a, a different thing that Elio is coming to do. The up till the first opinion we were talking about what Elio Anovi's task is to remove the Chamosim, the very different opinion that the atheist, the Rambam says, and we said that everything is going to take place, but what is connected to the coming of Mashiach. But it's all about Elio Anovi removing the Chamosim. What extent, what exactly it means. But the Rambam says there's other Chachamim say, no, that's not what Elio is coming. Elio is just coming to tell us that Mashiach, that Mashiach is coming. He's Levasir to tell us about it. Nothing to do. Those in Yonim that Elio will do. Yes. But what is Elio Anovi's task in the post It's not any of those Paulas. Those are just to notify that Mashiach is coming. Zayin. Mabshich HaRambam, the Rambam continues, V'yesh min ha-chachomim sh'aimrim. There are those of the Chachomim that say, Sh'koidem b'yas ha-Mashiach yobay liyahu, that before the coming of Mashiach liyahu comes. Apiyo omur li'il, based upon what we said before, Harei ha-plukta e'na elo mahi pulosu sh'liyahu b'silukacha mosim. The disagreement between the uh, Tanoim, the Mishnah is only what is Eliyahu's act 
he says that he has to remove the chamosim, which of the things will he do in order to accomplish siluk chamosim? But everybody agrees that that is what Elio Hanavi is doing before Mashiach comes. So what does Elio Hanavi do? Hanavi removes the chamosim and there's another opinion. This that we mentioned, everything that he's going to do, that's not. That's not what Elio's function is in the coming of Mashiach. That is a separate, that is Elio Hanavi's task that he's going to do. Kulemer Pulash Yase Elio Hanavi. Elio Hanavi will do that as a Novi, whatever. But not as part of Mashiach. But this shlichus of Elio, of I'm going to send you Elio before that day. That's not any of the pu'ula that we talked about before. Before the coming of Mashiach, he's going to come to give us the news of his coming. Kesugas Hagamore, as the Gamore's discussion shall be as Ben David, that before Ben David's coming, before Mashiach's coming, Yovelio Levasir, he'll come and give us the news. Koyden Bis Mashiach Yovelio, Elio will tell us about his coming. Ava Pishyamel Kvar Lifneza, even though he's going to be beforehand, Koyden Muhammad's Gogo Mogik, Biasakam and Yonim, he's already there before. But yes, Shemrim, no. This is what he's going to do. Al-Pizeh, Shapir, Kol Prote, Adiyukim, Vaseidr. Chul All the details that we questioned before and the order in the Rambam. First, the Rambam says, Yirem, Mepshutu, Shal Divra, Nevi'im, Shekoidim, Chemiz, Koigum, Mogek. That the simple meaning of form, Gogum, Yamid, Novi, Liyashir. Yisrael Ochen Libam. There will be a prophet to straighten out Yisrael and to get their hearts ready. Shnemar, Hinei Anechi Shalech Lechem Ezelio Begoymer Shemeuru Metziyu Zehu Alim Dekulamu. This happening, this fact is according to all opinions. Elio will do that, there's no question. Mamshir the Rambam continues, Ve'enei Bo Ele Losim Sholem Be'elo Shnemar Ve'eshin Levo Ve'salboni He's going to bring. He decides like the Chom and the Rambam. Shakabolas or the siluk hachamosim that the tradition of removal of the chamosim that we have lochel meishim b'sinai and the possibility is lois meishim levavus alboni. He b'shaychus liyem havaya biyas hamashiach that is connected to the shem hashem the coming of Mashiach. That will be the things that 
אליהו וודו. וזה גופה, לא לטעם חולו ולא לפסל, וזה צלף, נתתי בבית המלט פאזל, ולא סמשל בינו כדאי שחכם. ומייסי, ויש מן החכמים שאומרים, others say שקודם ביס המשיח, יוב אליהו לבשר ביוסי. before the coming of Mashiach, I mean, Koydim B'Yisam Mashiach. Before Mashiach, he'll come and tell us the Vasim Yosef. Shakol Silukacham Osimu Inyan B'Fnei Atzmer. All this is a separate thing that Mashiach is going to do, that Elio is going to do. Bila Inyan D'Bis Elio L'Fnei Yom Avaya. What does it mean? L'Fnei B'Yom? Which Koydim B'Yisam Mashiach, Yom Elio. That before Mashiach's coming, Elio will come. And that he... will tell us about Mashiach. In Oitz Ches, the Rebbe explains that the reason for all the machloikas of this Tanoim, because they were measuring the level of Geula, each one according to their standing, and what it means to remove the chamosim, which each one has his own interpretation. The Rebbe says that we see that within Geula, there can be various different situations. Some are considered to be a general Geula, and then other details, they're still relative to the previous matzav that can be considered a Geula. So we can have different approaches, what exactly or what constitute the coming of Mashiach that Eliyahu uh, brings with him to remove the Hamosim. Let's see inside. Oizches. Letoizves bir behezber also. For additional explanation to explain the reason of the machlekes of the different tanoyim. what exactly needs to be to remove the chamosim. So the Rebbe says, when we talk about redemption, which is basically to go out from a golos situation. That means to be redeemed from the golos. There are many ways and there are many differences, which is as it relates in relationship and comparison to this circumstance, to this standing from which you are before. So the previous situation will determine that this is what's called the redemption. For example, a dogma. At the time that Exodus of Egypt, especially when the Torah was given, Such a existence, even a possibility that B'nai Yisrael should be enslaved has been nullified, it's bottled. Once the exodus of Egypt took place, especially in Torah, Yidin can no longer ever be avodim. And they have become free people. And on the way of Aloha, the Pasuk says, 
that now the Yidin become servants of Hashem. But not servants to other people who are servants. So they can only be directly servants to Hashem. As at lengthly discussed by the Maral Miprag. So what does it mean to say? But they were in Golos. What are we saying? They can't be in Golos. What it means to say that even while they are in exile in Bovel. And similarly to the exiles that follow but their true existence they're free people. So are we going to say that because we consider them free, even in Golos, that it's the same as really being free, not in Golos. But together with this, it's understood, it's also obvious. That we cannot compare the standing of the Yidin during the time of exile. If we try to measure it relative to the situation of the Jewish standing at the time that the kingdom of Beis David stood, and Israel are similar. So while we're also considered free, even in Golus Bavel, but yet it's a whole different level when you're free and you're together with the kingdom of Malchus Beis David in Eretz Yisrael. So basically it means that relative to a certain situation, you can be free, but still, you can still be in Golos. So there can be a freedom relative to a situation. Not only that. Even in Golos itself, this doesn't mean that we're all in the same status. Different individuals can be in a different level of Golos. There is a difference in people. How in the relationship, how much there is a need for redemption. Say, for example, So he was during the time of the kingdom of Rome. So he was under the Romans. He was in Golos. But still, he was a friend. And he was a Yedid of Shalantininus Melech Raimi. Antininus was the key of Raimi, was a, a friend and an acquaintance of Rabbein HaKadosh. To the extent that we include them together, when it says the Shnei Goyim, that there is two nations by them, by, by her in the womb that she was carrying, so Morris says, Rashi brings down to the super that this goes on the Shnei Goyim, on the Rebbe, and on Tuninus. So they were such buddies and they considered together. So that means that the Golus, the Romans, did not really affect the Rebbe that much. So for, of course, the, the, the government decrees didn't apply to them. So then we see that his level of Golos was not the same as, for example, Umazois 
contrast this with Rav Shem Meichai Shalafanov. Rav Shem Meichai was in a previous generation. He needed to hide because of the decree of the government, the decree of the Malchus Remi, of the government of Rome. And then, and together with this, Yudua Mashakosud, Rabhil Meparich Bishem Rabbeinu Azokin. It's known that which Rabhil Meparich wrote in the name of the Alter Rebbe. That in front of this great soul, like Rashbi, the house wasn't destroyed. He had to run away and hide from the government. And yet, the Alter Rebbe says that the Churban did not apply for the great souls like Rashbi Marichoy. That because of his great advantage, the whole concept of Golos was made. So you see, being in Golos, Rebbe doesn't have Golos. Shimon has to hide from Golos. And still, the whole idea of Golos wasn't by him. So these are different people. And the same thing in the lives by individual. Similarly, is by the individual lives of each and every Jew. How does the redemption made up? If you learn Torah, you become free. As the Mishnah says, there is no one free, only one who occupies himself in the study of Torah. Torah makes you free. Similarly, through the service of David. So you have a individual spark from the divine, which is in the soul of each Yid. Goes out, at least temporarily, temporarily, from exile and captivity. In the temporary life, the davening, which is called during the davening, and the service of the heart. At that point, he's redeemed during the davening, temporarily for the davening time. So we're saying he's a free person, but yet, on the other hand, but when do you make a bracha for one who has goimel chasot did me kindness? You don't make it when you learn Torah. You don't make it when you daven. You make it. You actually have to go out free from jail. Davke. Can't do it when your neshama goes out from his jail. So you see there's different levels of exodus at the spiritual level, at the higher level. So move on. So from this that you see, there's all different levels. In redemption, Shagam b'yachas l'gula hasida. That also, as it relates to the future redemption, there are several differences of levels. Fitting, based as it fits the standing that you're beforehand, that you are being redeemed from. So we can call that a redemption. So the future redemption could have different levels.
And in this concept, this idea, hinges the disagreement in all the above. If this negating of the is that a part, is that a step in the matter of Gula? Because that is a redeemable. That's a great thing, but is this part of the Gula? Or maybe this is an independent. It's not the ultimate Gula. The ultimate Gula, that has to do with the other, like the other opinion, which is bringing Sholem as the Rambam rules. Similar to an individual in the personal life, or the general life of a specific person, which we say some people were free, like Rebbe, like the tzaddikim don't have the churm beis or by the person when he learns Torah. Could even be a general union in the world as a whole. Um, like we said before, maybe he's hinting to what he said before that. Uh, even where you're in Golos, you're free. So there can be a freedom within Golos. But that's not the goal of all of Israel. This is in the relation, how it relates to the standing of the Bala Plukta. Uh, they say that this is not the part whether everybody agrees it takes place, but the question is, is that the ultimate redemption? And as it relates to each of the Balagula, they, according to them, they that's what becomes the level of the general goal. And the Rebbe is going to bring this back, that this whole idea that we can't argue in facts, and the Rebbe brought out that everybody agrees that Elio will do everything. The same thing is, in the beginning of the Perik, what the, the Rambam writes, Tess. To follow up to what was said before, that we cannot have a argument in action. So we can actually, this is also as it relates to what the Rambam wrote, writes in the beginning of the Perik. So the Rambam writes, Al Yale Al Oistes Hine Behem Shekla Omerli Il Al Devadab Al Dvarashlila de Pluktabimitsis. As a follow up to what we said earlier about not rejecting and the idea that there could be a disagreement in facts. And that's, the Rebbe said, that's why we have to say that Elio will do all the things. This It's just a question of what is the part that is connected to the Bias Mashiach. So the Rebbe says, Yesh Lehoisif, we can add Shekenhu b'negei l'mashakos v'arambam t'chilas This is also so with regards to what the Rambam writes in the beginning of the Perik. So what is the rabbi the Rambam writes? Al Yala Al Halev Shabi Moisa Mashiach Yivatul Dover Mimin Hogeshloilom. You shouldn't enter your heart that in the days of Mashiach, 
any item of the way the world runs today will become nullified. Or there's going to be some new novelty in the creation of Rishis. But rather the world will run in its usual way, as its custom. The Pasik says that the wolf will live together with the sheep and the leopard together with the goat are going to kneel. So we see this is totally unusual. A lion eats the, uh, the wolf eats the uh, sheep and the leopard eats the gidi. How do we say they're going to be together? That's Marshal Vechida. And so it seems there's a change in the world. So the Rambam says that's only a, a parable. It's only a riddle. What does it mean? Inyan Hadover, what does the riddle mean? That the Jewish people who sit together with the evil Goyim, they are compared to the wolf and the leopard. And the Jewish people are like the sheep and the Gedi, and they will live in peace. And they'll all return to the true, 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 true religion. To Hashem, and he concludes the Rambam. Likewise, all similar matters as we talk about Mashiach, they're just parables. And when the Mashiach, the days of Mashiach, we'll all know for which example thing that we're experiencing in the time of Mashiach was it a Moshul. What matter did they hint? That's the Rambam's view that it's all a Moshiach. The Ravid challenges the Rambam from the Torah Posseg and from there it seems that there will not, not going to be and as the Rebbe, the Rebbe brought down in the previous Sikhas uh, that that Pasuk is hard to translate that it's also a marshal. Because we learn our halachas from that Pasuk as the Rebbe brought down over there. But in any event, the Rambam, the Ravid, Ravid, Hapidush, the Vigar Zevim Keves, according to him, So the Ravid holds that it's going to be a change of the minig of the world. So, but here too we have the same issue the Rebbe brings out. Here we also have the previous question. How could it be possible a disagreement in fact? What is it going to happen in the Mesa Mashiach? Is it going to be uh, literally or it's just a Moshe? Is that going to be literally? Or it's only a Moshlem. So the point of the Birk Fishin is by Baruch Mokamacher. That's in previously brought down in the uh, in the Dvar Machos we studied earlier. It, we must say that even according to the view of the Rambam, there is going to be a novelty in Maisebreshis. There is no greater novelty in the act of creation 
greater than Chizamesim, resurrection of the dead. That's a novelty, and that's one of the principles. That's one of the 13 main principles. This is a foundation of the foundation of the Torah. To the extent one who denies this has no portion of the Rambam at length prolongs in this in the letter of so the Rambam of course doesn't take that takes that into account so what does it mean that there is no Chiddush hello but rather but this would be a separate matter. It doesn't have to be tied with Yemaisa Mashiach. There's something which is Chiyas Amesim, but that's not connected to Yemaisa Mashiach. Just as with regards to the coming of Mashiach, here we're talking about what's going to happen in the days of Mashiach. But just the previous period, when the Rambam writes about Mashiach's coming, here's the Rambam writes, <coughs> don't think that he has to do signs and wonders, to come up with new things in the world, or to resurrect the dead, or some of those things. So what is the Rambam? So how are we learning over there? It doesn't mean that the Rambam is saying he's not going to do it. Hainu, you talking about him, that it's actually possible that he will do the signs and miracles. But that's not a condition. It doesn't have to be part of the definition of the coming of Mashiach. There is something which is it could be in and of itself. That's as far as uh, sorry, talk about Melech HaMashiach doesn't have to do miracle. Could do miracles, but it doesn't have to do miracles. Same thing is that's as far as the coming of Mashiach. Same thing is about the period of Mashiach. Shouldn't enter your heart that in the days of Mashiach something of the world is going to uh, stop from the regular way the world runs. Are you The Rambam doesn't mean to say that it's not going to happen. He says it doesn't have to happen. There is possible to be a chidrush. That's not part of the days of Mashiach that we should have. Then changes in the world. It doesn't have to have changes in the world. So the Rebbe is equating the coming of Mashiach, like we say, it doesn't have to be a Yisrael but it could be the same thing when the Rambam writes about the days of Mashiach. That there's not going to be a change, but it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a change, that there can't be a change. It doesn't have to be a change. If these changes that we know, like Tchis Amesim, is a Yifri And then, Ubezeh Gufa Beizifan. There's two ways. 
either it's going to be a totally different period, or even the first period could be in a way of zochu and leizochu. So the first period could also be depending on the situation. It's not a tanai, it's not a hechrech, but there's a possibility. Again, so option number one is that it's a another matter not related to Yemesa Mashiach, but Ainyam Bifnei Atzmei. And number two, actually Yemesa Mashiach, there's different ways that it can take place, and one of them would be a Zochu, and that would be on a much greater way, it could be a Chiddush B'mai and still that's not a that's not in the gather of Yemes Mashiach, but that could actually be in times of Mashiach. Aleph, number one, a Chiddush B'mai the novelties over the creation, the way the world creation, including we talk about the resurrection of the dead, similar to the other change in the world, and the novelty that will be in the second period. So like what the Ravid is talking about there literally, it may be that it's going to be, a, that's going to be in a second period of Mesa Mashiach. But Beis, you say to Mizeh, there's even more than that. Not even as a separate Rambam, as the Rambam writes in his letter of Tchis HaMesim, I want you to know that these promises and similar to them that I we said that they are in a marshal. This is not absolutely absolute. Even though he ruled in the Sefer Yad, that these promises are merely an example and a riddle. Kaisabats may himself write chains of the Khloti that this is not an absolute case. It's possible that it should be literal. Hainu that it should be a samashiyahtiya be poil by finisi that actually can happen that it'll be a miraculous way, which would be a khidush my sabrachis. That way may happen. It could be a novelty my sabrachis. But this is not an absolute necessity for it to be that way because that's not the definition of coming of Mashiach. Coming of Mashiach does not require miraculous, outstanding way. We can say, if the Yidin will be in a situation and a standing in which they merit, then they're going to be Zaycha to that a greater way. But in the Rambam, which is then he rules the way we have to say according to Allah, that he's going to come, that's Allah. And together, but when we talk about the standing of the Yidin, what hangs on the standing of the Yidin, the way it's going to happen in the miraculous and not miraculous way, everybody has the opportunity so the, to do, to behave in that way or another way. So the Rambam does not rule on that, and he leaves that open. But that's why he writes in the Geddes, that it may actually take place. Yud. Uh, that very soon, Elio should come to give us the news that Mashiach is coming. 
especially through our increase in our deeds, in our good and our service. Through the study of Torah, we keep my mitzvah, observance of mitzvahs. We know that even through fulfillment of one mitzvah, you tilted yourself and the whole world to the side of the merits. You caused yourself and to them, to the whole world, a savior, a help and a savior. Meaning, as the Rambam writes, that we want good deed. Tilts the whole scale for the whole world and for himself. Koilo, including and especially through the unifying of the Avas Yisrael, love of the fellow Jew, Yisrael, and uniting the unity of the Ardus Amitis Shlema, a true and wholesome unity, through the complete wholesome Torah. As in the study of the Rambam, halachas kol atayda kula, the halachas of all the Torah can also follow. Asher al yidezeh through this, we battle the sibas agolus. We take away the cause for the golus. Heiper the avas yisrael, which was the opposite of avas yisrael. The Rebbe doesn't want to mention was sinas chino, am of the horitz, but uh, it was sinas uh, chino. So when the cause is nullified, so automatically the result is also nullified, the golos. Till the impact of unity in the whole world, and he will correct and fix the entire world to serve Hashem together. As the Apostlech says, then I will turn to all nations that clear lip, clear speech, everybody will call me Hashem, work in one shoulder together. Till the end and the Conclusion of the Sefer Ayad, which writes, The whole occupation of the world will be just to know Hashem. The world will be filled with knowledge like water covers the sea. We make the beginning immediately after, after the conclusion. We go back to the beginning. The beginning of the Yad Chachma, the pillar of all pillars and the pillar of all wisdom, to know that there is the first found, and he brings into being every being, everything that is found, and everything that is found between the heavens and the earth and everything in between, have all been found or came into being only from the two existence of Hashem. Everything that is found from the heavens and the earth and everything in between, should be recognized by the revelation of his true existence. Everything will be. 
When the glory of Hashem will be revealed, all flesh will see together. This is the real now. The true and complete redemption of the Mashiach Tzidkenu. Immediately redeemed. Miyad kipshute, miyad literally, take it from miyad mamish, immediately mamish.